It's the 919 Vice Podcast. Joe Ovius, Adam Eshball, Wayne Holtz. So, and we're actually going to talk about CBD, THC, Delta 8, Delta 9. We're actually going to get into this. There's a lot of questions, a lot of curiosity. and we're CBG. Get, we're going for like a floor spot in the day when we talk like about flowers. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair excited. Enough. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, shout out to Oak City Sports Cards for sponsoring the 919 Vice Podcast. Uh, while you might not be the type of person who uh, collects bourbon like Wayne, you might be the type of person who collects cards. And do you get your bourbon graded? Like, do you, like, to Pappy, can it get graded? I grade it before I buy it. There you go. <laughs> well, with, with, with cards, you got to get those things graded to know the true value of those cards. And Weston over at Oak City Sports Cards can do that for you. So go check them out in downtown Raleigh. We were off last week while I was on a road trip all over up and down the East Coast. I was in your neck of the woods. Adam, yeah, I went to, you I went, were on the East. Oh, I, went really? to, I went to Ocean City, Maryland for the first time. Oh, Ocean, wow. Ocean City. Ocean, Ocean City. City. Yeah, Ocean City. Yes. It was Dan, an experience. You went I, never, down I, the Asian. I never went to the boardwalk before. It was quite did the people. Did you get some, Fisher's popcorn? Yeah. Some Old Bay kettle corn? Yes. Specifically? Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Done all that stuff. Done all that stuff. It was good and stuff. thrashers. You can't miss some thrashers Thrashers with fries some malt vinegar in Old Bay. I've never been to Ocean City. I've got a cousin who's had a place up there for 40 years, and my brother used to go every summer. In fact, he's going next week. I've never been. Okay. Okay. So we had a, I'd we like had, to, though. Had a good time. <laughs> had a good time with that. Um, I didn't have any more bourbon while I was up there. I stuck the beer. I uh, got my blue. Still. All right. So, anyway, by, by the way, the voice there. you hear is that's not one of ours, is is our guest, Carrie Misskill from Maryland. What's up? Maryland's own. <laughs> just just right. so we hear that. So now that we have two Maryland people here, yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Hun. And I don't know if it's specific to the place that we went to on our way to Ocean City called Bad Monkey. Yeah. Are you familiar with Bad yeah. Monkey? Okay. I've had a few drinks at Bad Monkey. All right. Well, that's that was the thing. They do a happy hour, and <laughs> it's two for one. Yeah. I'm so, aware. So I'm thinking two <laughs> I'm for aware. one. So if, I, right, so if I say two for one, Wayne, what do you think that is for a happy hour? Drinks. Two for one. Two drinks for the price of one. Right. So meaning that if you and I go during happy hour, and we get two for the price of one, you get a beer, I you get a beer. You can't give your wife the other one. You got to have two for one for yourself. <laughs> Yes. That's yeah, the of rule. course. That's the rule. I, of course I, it is. I was not aware of that. So no, it's two had, for you, not two for the group. I had the dogfish, uh, the bluehead mm. pilsner, okay, uh, which can only get up there. And I was flabbergasted when they brought back two pints of dogfish bluehead pilsner. Kelly had ordered, I forgot what she had ordered, and they brought her two pints of whatever. <laughs> and Brian, my brother-in-law, who lives It's got to be two of the same thing, then. Two yeah. of the same thing. Gotcha. Their 90-minute is delicious. Oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. They literally been, oh, two of these for the price of one, and they bring them to you at once. I was flabbergasted. I'd never seen that before. Ocean City is the place to get a little weird. Apparently. Brassball Saloon. <laughs> no, Brass I went balls. to the Bull on the Beach. Uh, I went to the beard. Yeah. Bull on the Beach is still Bowl there. Bull on the Beach is yeah. still there. I think you have to be over the age of 55 to actually enjoy it. But. I'm just trying to remember. It's been 20 plus years since I've been to Ocean City. So Went to the Bearded Clam. Saw that. That's Orange Crush, one. which I did not heard of before. <gasps> I'd never You've never had, had an orange crush ne- Well, I finally had one. Oh, with fresh pressed orange juice, though? Yes. Okay, yes. that's the way you got to yeah. do it. Okay. That, that's very... See, I thought that that was a Maryland thing, and apparently other people have done it as well. Oh, okay, yeah. But so like, I, that was the first time I've ever had an orange crush. And did you have any uh, Burley Oak beer when you were there? I actually went to the brewery. Ugh. You went to Dude. Berlin. Yeah, we went into we went to Berlin and Berlin. and hit Berlin Oak and shout out Mike Gillen. Man. It was goes there every time he goes up. It's a good it's their a good milkshake spot. IPAs their their dreams the J R E A M 
Yeah, so that's the what that, shelf explosions, dude. We call them. Yeah, those. So it, you know, I I just had the beer flavored beer, uh, which uh, that was another. Oh, who was the? Um, who was I? Actually, had tweeted. A, I think it was Duclaw makes a beer that just calls. Mm. It's just called regular beer, and it's like a nondescript can. I, I absolutely loved it. Regardless, <laughs> I was really impressed with their all of their lactose yep. sour Dude, stuff. They, they it was do the all really, really very good. Well. It was very and good. And RAR is a really good one too. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love beer. Uh, Maryland has some really good breweries like yeah. Flying Dogs out there as well. Like the old Flying babe. Dogs from my, where I'll like, be this week. They had yeah. the old baby ear out there mm. uh, and ready to go. So yeah, that, that was just my only real takeaway. Yeah, I saw the Cure at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, was in Philly, did all this other stuff. But ultimately, my biggest takeaway from a drinking perspective was Maryland's two for one at the Bad Monkey, <laughs> where they literally handed me two beers. I didn't have near as much fun as you did, evidently. I just went to Carolina Beach and took it really easy. Okay, Ooh. that Carolina Beach boardwalk, a little bit different than the yeah, uh, you know, we, we went to we went to Brits once, and that was it. The only time we went to the boardwalk, we went to Brits, got two dozen donuts, and left, and uh, that was it. There you but go. Cool. I spent more time on the beach in the sand than I've probably spent in the last twenty years combined. Awesome. Um, not necessarily because I wanted to, but I did. It was <laughs> no, fun. It was hot. But, it was, but it, it was. But I had this. I've got this. I've got this chair that's literally like a lounger. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can recline like a recliner. Uh, so I went out there, man. It was just great. Nice. Got <laughs> me a shibumi. I'm I'm actually you, middle class you're, fancy. You're, I got fi- a shibumi. Finally in the shibumi family. It was, it was great. <laughs> no, those things are legit, man. Yep. They're absolutely you, legit. You go to Wrightsville. They were they're everywhere. They're as yeah. far as the eye can see. Yep. They're yep. everywhere. Now they're everywhere. I like them, but oh my gosh, have I seen people mess those up? Oh, they're dead simple, <laughs> and it's which tells right. me something about the people who mess them up. One hundred percent. It, they're dead simple. Yeah, that I didn't, I didn't pull the directions out or anything. I just pulled it out, put it together, put it up by myself. Went, yeah. The wind, the wind instructs you on what you should do. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> the wind tells you what you need to do. Uh, anyway, before we get into talking about uh, hemp and Raleigh Pharmacy. Hemp uh, Pharmacy. Hemp, Raleigh's Hemp Pharmacy. <laughs> and they got locations all over the place. Uh, I did want to tell you, uh, Adam, our guy at Breeze Through, uh, they got locations across the triangle. This is for July 4th only. All right. July 4th only. You get 17 cents off of gas on the 76 Fuel Forward app. It's July 4th, 17 cents, 76 gas. You I see, see that. They did there? You see what they did there? <laughs> so you got to download the app, create your account, take advantage of the revolutionary savings, guys. Wow. On uh, From 76. So July 4th only, get 17 cents off your gas from 76. Their marketing people must have been on some of this hemp pharmacy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> got real creative. All right, so it took us how many episodes until we finally got to... Hemp, <laughs> CBD, THC. More well, than it should have. Yeah, but that was a COVID problem. Yeah, COVID got me. Your problem? No. Or Carrie's? Because you get COVID all the time. Carrie Misskill joining us now on Nile. Did you give her COVID when you invite her on the show? Is that what I don't happened? think you can get COVID through the phone. Probably not. Maybe we should run some stuff. Probably not. I don't know, bro. <laughs> so Carrie's with the Hemp Pharmacy. Uh, you've got a location uh, for our general audience uh, here in Raleigh off of Hillsborough Street and Glenwood. You, you've mm-hmm. been there for a while, and I've actually been to your spot before. Yeah. Um, and you also have another location in Wilmington, you said? Yep. So we have technically three in Wilmington okay. at the moment. We're working on op- opening up a fourth in Porter's Neck, but everybody knows our College Road location. Gotcha. Can't really miss it. Gotcha. She's been there the longest. Um, and that one, that's just like the yeah, location right. that everybody I have, I have knows about. That one. Now, that you, now that you mentioned, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you can't miss that one. <laughs> Drove by last week. <laughs> and then we recently, or well, I guess not recently, uh, back in 2021, 
Uh, we opened one on Shipyard and 17th. That's okay. not very far from the hospitals. We actually turned um, a Wells Fargo into our much new better spot. use. Much better much use. Better so, use. Nice. Take that answer. And Wells Fargo, <laughs> not a Wachovia. Not a Wachovia. Not a Wachovia. It was that before. <laughs> um, so we've. It's it's really cute. I still have cute little old ladies come in with their uh, Aww, checks, and they're like, "I would like to make a deposit." That's like, great. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. If you need some CBD, I got you. But um, so and then yeah. I was gonna say, let's let's actually. I think there's a lot of confusion oh, as to what is what, what is legal, mm-hmm. and what is, uh, as my wife likes to point out, quasi-legal <laughs> yeah. for a, a lot of gray area with this stuff. So let's start with CBD. Right. CBD's been available in the state of North Carolina the longest, mm-hmm. and I think most I think most people understand that CBD isn't weed. It's its own thing, right? right. Have, have people kind of gotten that education with CBD at this point? Uh, for the most part. Okay. <laughs> no, they're educating me because I know nothing about it. <laughs> I like the real stuff. Yeah, start start from start from the beginning, I say. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think probably the best place to start is the law that is in this state. I mean, what yeah. it states specifically. Um, in North Carolina, we are a hemp legal state. Mm-hmm. Now, the word hemp, that's a word that we made up. It's not necessarily a botanical term. So, it, when you're talking to people about cannabis, you kind of don't really know what they're talking about. Are they okay. talking about legal term? Are they talking about mechanical? So, I like to use the word cannabis. However, there's a legal definition for hemp. And in this state, everything has to be derived from hemp. All hemp has to have below 0.3% delta-9 THC based off the dry weight of the product. Okay. So, very straightforward law. But it has also created so much gray area, right? So initially when that law came out in 2019 under the Farm Bill, we were all like, cool, CBD products with less than 0.3% Delta 9 THC. That's what we consider to be full spectrum. Mm -hmm. It's not intoxicating, but it still does a lot of what we want, right? Um, Now... What's what is it we want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, we'll get to that, right? Right. Okay. Um, I will say there's like a pretty big difference when it comes to the feeling of like CBD and then THC products. Yeah. Now, over the years, we've people kind of get it a little confused with like what is hemp, what is marijuana, what is cannabis. Now, marijuana and hemp are both cannabis. So like not all hemp is cannabis, but all cannabis is hemp. Mm-hmm. It's like stouts and porters. Or vice versa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Pilsners and um, so Pilsners and CBD, Delta 9 THC, THCA, CBG, they are, there's over 140 of what we call phytocannabinoids found in cannabis. And that goes for hemp or what we consider to be marijuana. Now, hemp naturally produces a much larger amount of CBD than THC, but you can kind of breed it to do what you want. Yeah. But anything in the state of North Carolina has to be below 0.3% Delta 9 THC when you grow it, right? Um, so really when CBD first came out, it was just much more of like a therapeutic, more medicinal side of it, which honestly is what you get from CBD. Uh, I don't really know anybody that uses CBD recreationally, um, but that's not to say that it's not for everyone, mm-hmm. right? Um, CBD, because it's not intoxicating, it's still psychoactive. And that's one thing that I was excited to kind of come on here and talk about is the difference between something that's psychoactive and psychotropic. Okay. Everybody comes in and they're like, I want to use CBD, but I don't want anything psychoactive. And I'm like, well, CBD is psychoactive. 
So explain that. Explain those yeah. terms. So psychoactive is actually changing your brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. CBD interacts with our serotonin receptors, our dopamine receptors, GABA, opioid, and just like a slew of other ones. But you're not necessarily getting those intoxicating effects. So people assume, oh, well, I don't feel anything from CBD, so it's not doing anything. Gotcha. Okay. But you take your magnesium supplement, you take your iron supplement and your B12, like, do you you feel a difference when you take those? Mm -hmm. It's not like the super, you know, noticeable thing, but you still take it because you know it's making your body run better. And that's kind of how I like to compare CBD. Um is that it's like that under the hood maintenance that's getting you okay. to the long long end point whereas THC that's what's helping you right now. Okay. Um so kind of like how it works in our bodies um like CBD versus THC CBD doesn't actually interact with the same receptors that THC does. So have you guys heard of the endocannabinoid system? Just not, not me. Tell it to me like I'm five. <laughs> yeah. This is classic Reddit explain like yeah. I'm five. <laughs> so your endocannabinoid system was, it was really discovered in like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, we knew what CBD and THC was before we understood how it really worked in us. Now, we have an endocannabinoid system. Anything with a vertebrae has an endocannabinoid system. So that's why everybody gives our dogs CBD, you know. Um, but <laughs> Oh, yeah, have, that's a thing. <laughs> We have two receptors of that system. There's they need a, a they need a, a supply of a bond for the dogs that come to bond. <laughs> Chill them out. Chill them out. Yeah. Oh, we and, got, and, we got and lots the, of treats on our store. And the kids too. I'm with and, it. You know, we do have parents that give their kids CBD. Of course but, they do. Uh, we'll we'll Replace get there. Replace the NyQuil, right? <laughs> <laughs> so when you use THC, it's actually interacting with those receptors, your CB1 receptor. That's kind of why you get high from it you get that euphoric psychotropic when you're using THC THC products because there's also a wide variety of THC products so we'll start with just THC products for right now um but at the very like basic broad way to put it is CBD keeps around more of what we're already creating called endocannabinoids whereas THC mimics them so in very layman's terms THC makes your body think it's creating more of what it needs, and CBD actually helps your body keep around what it's already creating. Um, and, you know, I could go on for days about the uh, physiological, uh, physiological effects of the endocannabinoid system and all the interactions, but um, I try to keep it as palatable for yeah. <laughs> consumers as possible, which is... Yeah, this is a... Th- we need the 30,000-foot-foot yeah. foot <laughs> understanding. Right. Uh, because, I mean... There are people familiar, <laughs> see my air quotes there, familiar with THC. Yeah. Why can't you just but go deep? I mean, don't know like all of this basics, stuff, right? right? Like, it, it's like, oh, oh well, you smoke <laughs> ditch I weed in high school. Weed. Yeah. Right. And they didn't know what it was mm-hmm. and or what strains. Yeah. And it's, I just feel like it's like, the, it's very close to beer <laughs> right like we just drank whatever beer we could get because it was cheap and yeah. it would get us drunk mm-hmm. and you start learning more about it in different styles right. or strains mm-hmm. or, and different ways to ingest it like yeah. for different reasons right yeah. and uh, like, that's why that's really what i want to learn about yeah and like you were saying with like the different forms of thc right now they're I mean, you see so many when you go to like a vape shop or a smoke store, like 
it's kind of all over the place. I mean, you see Delta 8 THC, Delta 9 THC, Delta 10, THCO, HHC. There's so many Delta, different. Delta, I just was getting to learn Delta yeah. 9. Now we got Delta 10. It's Delta yeah. 10. So Delta 10 is, <laughs> is technically, technically Delta 8 THC. New variant just dropped. <laughs> and Delta 9 THC. Got that WMD. Delta 10 THC even. They actually occur naturally in the plant. Like they're not just these things that we've made up. Okay. Now HHC yeah, is because that's what people think. Mm-hmm. They like <laughs> Wayne has noticed. <laughs> Wayne Wayne will say, "No, I like the real stuff." Yeah. So what's so the what's real that stuff? Was it yeah? What, what what's the difference? Mean? Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like so, when customers come in my store and they're like, "Ah, so I just I smoke the real thing," and I'm like, "Well, I do have the real thing." And when people ask me what the real thing is, is Delta 9 THC. Now, because of the laws that we have here, I can only have Delta 9 THC in specific capacities. So you're not really going to find because Delta 9. Because of the 9, weight limit, yeah, right? Exactly. But because, percentage. because they put that based off the dry weight of the product, that has allowed North Carolina um, hemp distributors to produce Delta 9 THC edibles. So if I have those peanut butter cups. <laughs> if I have one of those peanut butter cups, right? 0.3% of the weight of that peanut butter cup is allowed to consist of Delta 9 THC based off of the law that is here in North Carolina. But if I increase the weight of that peanut butter cup, I can then increase the milligram. The potency, of THC, oh, right? And our okay. people down there on Zone Street hadn't figured that out yet because they're too busy. Um, we're not even going to go there. <laughs> we're not even going to go there. But, but like, I mean... You know, we talked about this, like, loophole and gray area of the law. It's like, y- y'all are the ones who wanted to make it so specific, so here we are. Well, in everything in life, they make the rules, we, f- we figure out how to get around them. Yeah. yeah. Right? And yeah. it's like, I mean, the whole legality of all of this just goes to show that people are making the laws who have no Zero idea, idea what they're doing. the background oh, yeah. we, of it. Yeah, we, we just dealt with this with the sports wagering bill that went through and the first go around with the sports wagering bill, I was flabbergasted by the arguments that were being made by our lawmakers Mm -hmm. that were related to things in the 50s and not understanding (laughs) that, well, you know, the reason why there was a point shaving scandal at the Dixie Classic in the 50s was because of illegal (laughs) gambling. Right. You understand Vegas will keep this in check and it's it's wild to me how these are the people making the decisions yeah. and this obviously affects you and they don't have quite the understanding. But I think in this particular case though, in their defense, mm-hmm. you are throwing so many terms at us yeah. that it's difficult to understand. 100%. Like so I, was just, I was just in New York where it's legal. Did you yeah. get like, some barbecue? It's, I did. It's the best in the world. <laughs> the dino barbecue as well. Actually, dinosaur barbecue is legit. I'm not going to front. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm talking Brooklyn style. I know. We, you know, I didn't step foot the in The real stuff. <laughs> it's taking not, over the world. Did not step foot in Brooklyn. That's a deep cut. <laughs> so. Go back and listen from like eight years ago. Right. So as, you know, I got a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old. And we're upfront with them about all these vices. Yeah. And... 919 to be exact. <laughs> We're going to touch and my, them all. And my 15-year-old, it's like early morning. It's like, why does it smell like weed already? Yeah. And I was like, because, dude, it's New York, and people just, it does not matter the time of day. Nope. And we're walking past What's New York have to I mean, do with that, Jeff? Because it never sleeps. Sweets, man. I think you know what I mean? 
I mean, I if you walk around North Hills in the morning, you can probably smell it too. If you yeah, like place. I'm talking about no, but no, like no, no, no. when in I was York, in Denver dude, for GABF, it was the same thing. Dude, it was yeah. not what I wanted to smell Sunday morning after the Green Sky Bluegrass concert. Right. It's just <laughs> it's it's it doesn't matter. You turn a corner and it hits you like a wall. That's what I'm. Yeah. Doing. If I go to North Hills, it's probably contained in somebody's house. You know what I'm getting at? <laughs> I, I mean, I know that you know our audience can't see us, but just show me the look on your face when you turn the corner and it hits your face, Joe. No, I just, can't do it. Can't was do it, it like a? Oh yeah. Or was it like no? I, no, it was more of like a. You had to put on the show. You had to put on the show for your kid, right? Not like you didn't know what it was. No, actually, absolutely not. I was like, that's a skunk, son. That's that's like that's (laughs) that's what's up. And I said, don't worry. It's I I said to Caleb and Jacob, I'm like, don't worry. It's not enough to get you guys a contact high uh, as we're coming through. And they went, dang it, right? It's always like I smell a pie. You know what I mean? It's just ah, yeah, there it is. Look at that. So (laughs) what what I was getting that is just about every block has you know, a bodega. Mm-hmm. And then next to that, they got smart. You got your stuff for your bodega, but I think some have knocked out their own space to create their own sliver of all things yep. weed. And if you walk in there, there's 50 different products yeah. claiming to do 50 all different, these different things. things. Right. And it's kind of, you know, and it's up to the person working behind the counter mm-hmm. to help you get there. So, right. and this is where we get to what you're doing at hemp pharmacy. So, Let's let's go on the on the benign end to the extreme end, right? <laughs> let's start extreme end first. If I if I go to if I go to your shop and I walk in there, and I said I want something that'll get me the same effect as smoking weed yep. or the real stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you approach that? My first question would be: Do you want a smokable or an edible? Okay. And and but from those there, two things yeah. will affect you completely differently. Oh yeah. So. And I mean, that it'll affect you different if you buy an edible in a legal state versus smokable in a legal state too. That's you know what I too. mean? Yeah. It, that is more based off of consumption method. But because we're here in North Carolina, you're never really going to find Delta 9 THC like cartridges or like constant. Because of the, the, the weight limit. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. But THCA has been this huge thing that has come out and, you know, with the hemp pharmacy, um, we joke around. We call ourselves weed snobs, but like, you know, it's just <laughs> so our. We've consumers. been beer snobs for a long time. We're kind of going back to the basics no, we totally now. Get it. We totally get it. But yeah. it's like I'm a snob, so that you can have a good experience. Sure. And uh, like, there's literally nothing that we would sell that we would not use ourselves. And whenever these new cannabinoids come out, like Delta Eight, Delta Ten, HHC. We pumped the brakes because we saw that all these vape shops and smoke stores were selling it, and we wanted to make sure it was the right thing. So when THCA came out, it was kind of like someone took a dummy stick and hit me in the head. I was like, we could have been doing this the whole time. Like, same thing with Delta-8 THC and Delta-10. THCA is just the precursor to Delta-9 THC. So, you know, if you just, like, ate raw bud, you're not going to feel anything, right? But that's because all bud and the flower of the plant is THCA. Even when you go to a legal dispensary and you look at that cannabinoid profile that's on the eighth that you bought or the pre-roll, which in legal states, they have to put the cannabinoid content and lab testing on every single product that they have, which is awesome. Yeah, It is not like that here. We have to regulate ourselves. So going off of that, I have people come in from legal states and I'm like, yeah, we have THCA. And they're like, uh, no, I don't want that. I'm like, well, it's, <laughs> it's literally what you buy. Yeah. Um, Cause if you look at one of those cannabinoid profiles, it'll say total THC 
and it is always broken down between THCA and Delta 9 THC. The Delta 9 THC percentage is always going to be You're saying when you're in a legal state purchasing something, your ingredients list, Mm -hmm. like on the back of a soda can. Exactly. It's the same thing, which, I mean, let's be real, a lot of people in this country don't look at the ingredients label on things. No. And it is literally the same with cannabis. I mean, it kind of blows my mind sometimes. I joke around because people come in and be like, yeah, I'm looking for gummies. I'm like, cool, you're looking for like a CBD or a THC experience? And they're like, I don't care. I'm like, well, uh, yeah, you should. There's a huge difference. There's a huge I mean, difference. it's like drinking a LaCroix and a White Claw. Yeah. Like, I mean, what do you want? And I, and that's not a bad thing that like you're not that's really actually sure. Really, yeah, it's funny yeah, how you put it that way. That's actually a really good way analogy. of putting it. Yeah. Because like CB, I would, I would account a CBD to drinking a LaCroix. Right. Okay, that ma- yeah, that makes total sense to me. Like, you're going to either get inco- intoxicated or you're going to get hydrated. Like, so, but, th- but then there's the intoxication levels. So, right. And I think that's another thing that is kind of like a, you know, hemp-infused drinks or mm-hmm. Delta-8 Big infused. fan, by the way. What's that? Big fan, by uh, the way. Yeah, sure. So, like, we're, we're scheduled to talk to... Next week. Is it next week? That's you. Uh, that's right. You guys are out of town. So we'll be talking about that Cali sober lifestyle. Nice. Uh, next week with the uh, with these with Riley from Groove Wagon. The Groove Wagon. Love that. With their their Delta Eight. Man, can't sodas? you get them a get them a lame guest? We need to keep TH- that dude for us. <laughs> I think they're Delta. I think they're Delta Eight or I don't know. It's Those Delta ones- Eight or Delta Nine. I don't remember. Um, so like I, they're delicious with alcohol. Alcohol to me is simple to break down. I know what beer right. is going to do to me based mm-hmm. on what the percentage is, what kind of style of beer it is, right. all those types of things. But what he doesn't know is what a graffiti old-fashioned is going to do to him oh, when no, he drinks I a dozen. Now. Now he knows. <laughs> oh, I know now, and I'm never having one he again. He learned from the School of Hard Three knocks. weeks ago Saturday. It's, yeah, it's funny. I was actually out with Brownlow and Gilio uh, earlier this week, and they both were like, yeah, that's probably the drunkest I've ever seen you and I've known you for 25 years and we've been in situations where we've been drinking. I go, right, that's the old fashioned coming through. There's well, a reason I went home at 10 that night Dude, yeah, left, well, and left y'all here. It's because you're old. So no, it's not because it's be- it was bedtime <laughs> Whatever, for old Grandpa Wayne. <laughs> Whatever. So, the, the, so what I'm getting at is I, I know that wine makes me a mean drunk. Yeah. Okay. And I know oh. it's going to, I'm going to wake up with a headache. I know that beer, I can pace myself. What I did not discover until I took Delta 8 for the first mm-hmm. time, is just how differently these things can affect yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine, always from California, he always used to use the analogy, or the, the phrase, everybody has a bucket, and that bucket is different. <laughs> you know, how you fill that bucket is different. Yeah. And I think what I discovered is that smokable doesn't really do much for me, or I, it doesn't, either I'm doing it wrong, <laughs> or the bucket doesn't fill at the rate that right. it does for somebody else. Yeah. But you give me a Delta Eight edible, I'm I'm melted into this couch, <laughs> and I don't. It's the strangest yeah. thing. Even even and my wife has been like, "Don't take a Delta Eight because you're going to be incapacitated." Take it before bed. Y- yeah, yeah. Because it like, really does help me sleep. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, that's one of the biggest things that I hear with Delta Eight. But and it it kind of sucks because people hear Delta Eight and then they assume that oh well. Well, I want the real thing, so. But it is the real like, thing. But, I mean, Delta ATHC isn't what we would traditionally think of when mm-hmm. it comes to cannabis. Yeah, what's the difference between Delta 9, which you say is the mm-hmm. real thing, and Delta 8 then? Because so I, De- really, I know the potency is like, different. Right. Delta 8 is about half as potent mm-hmm. as Delta 9, kind of. <laughs> well, at least from my, like- <laughs> my responses. Yeah, and everybody's different. Like, like, going back to the whole, we all have an endocannabinoid sure. system. We're all creating different amounts. So not only do we have different amounts of endocannabinoids, but those receptors too. 
So delta-8 THC, it still interacts with the same receptors that delta-9 does. It just doesn't really interact with them the same way, but neither does delta-10, you know, or HHC. And that's why I try to stay away from really, like, having people hone in on a specific milligram or, like, cannabinoid first. It's like, what experience do you want to have? the experience that you want to have is going to dictate like what cannabinoids I introduce you to. Cause if someone tells me that they have really bad anxiety, but they do want to experience a THC product, having something with a one-to-one ratio of CBD and Delta eight THC has been one of the best things for people because it allows them to have something that kind of takes the edge off of like their anxiety. It's that CBD yeah. coming in and helping calm you down. It's balancing out that THC and because Delta-8 isn't necessarily as potent as Delta-9 THC, it's even better. It's like dipping your toes rather than jumping all the way in. And that has been such a such an amazing gateway for so many people to get introduced to this stuff. Because it's like, yeah, I, even though I use it as medicine, it, I still use it recreationally. Sure. And like what I use for medicine is different than what I'm going to use recreationally. And also like... I don't, just because we do treat it as medical as possible does not mean we're not also serving to the recreational population. Mm -hmm. Now, the recreational population is definitely going to go closer to those THC products, but it all depends on the experience that you want to have. Like, I'm probably not going to tell you to get the highest potency indica THCA flower when you're about to go try to win a golf competition against your buddies. Come on. I mean, I don't know what kind of competition you're having. Um, but yeah. like, well, that, well, sounds, that well, sounds like a good nine one nine advice. Golf <laughs> the interesting, a little listener golf outing. question. Yeah. Um, indica, indica versus sativa. Mm-hmm. So we hear those words. Yeah. What, what are, it's like ales and lagers right. to me. So can you explain the mm-hmm. difference? So indica versus sativa versus hybrid, because cannabis has gotten as far as it has and breeding and crossbreeding and different genotypes that have been crossed, mm-hmm. it's all kind of bullshit. Um, okay. <laughs> like everything is kind of a hybrid. There's not a lot of true sativas or true indicas anymore when it comes to like the strain of flower, right? Because I could take a sour diesel seed, uh, which sour diesel is- That's a, a strain. That's, yeah, and it's normally gonna be on that sativa side. But if I grow it indoor, and then I take the same clone or seed and grow it outdoors, I'm gonna have a different profile. I'm gonna have different like THC and CBD percentages. Um, so like, they're not always gonna be the same. And then to be honest with you, a lot of people just make it up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. with that being said, Looking at the terpene profile is where really where you're going to see where like or how the flower or product is going to affect you. So um, if I have a strain that's um, I'm going to say some big words here. So bear with me. If I have a strain that has beta caryophylline, myrcene and you're making that up (laughs) (laughs) and like terpinaline. Uh, I'm going to know that it's probably a little more indica leaning, but that terpinaline is nice. It's going to be a little bit more uplifting. Um, terpenes are this like, I'm not going to say hidden secret, but it's like really, it will make such a difference when you buy flour and products. Now, because we're in a hemp legal state, 
you're not really going to find a whole lot of places that have terpene profiles. So you have to trust the person that you're buying from. Which is why I don't buy my stuff at a gas station. Exactly. Right. What? <laughs> just, just, just crank pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do well, that at a gas station. And some horny goat weed every That's once in a while. Of course. <laughs> of course. But of course. like, so all of the THC that we purchase, or THCA, it's all from growers in Oregon. They have all of their COAs, their lab testing. We know that it was tested below 0.3% okay. Delta 9 THC. Um, now, in the state of North Carolina, they have different rules for growing um, than like Oregon does. So North Carolina, I don't, I don't really understand how anybody is legally growing THCA flower in North Carolina because we just run under a little different circumstances, but mm -hmm. I digress. Um, if anybody doesn't have a COA for any of their products, I don't know why you're buying it because mm -hmm. think about edibles especially, and that's something that I definitely wanted to touch on today. Okay. If you have to eat a 500 milligram nerds rope to feel anything, you either have an awful tolerance oh or you bought an awful product. Like if, so that's I, I worked in medical cannabis in Maryland um, before I came down here. Mm -hmm. My dad has his medical card. It's recreational in Colorado. My mom lives there. So like I've had experience. Um, and then when it comes to just like the products that you see in these places, like in Colorado, they don't even sell recreationally above 25 or like 30 milligrams of Delta 9 THC because you don't need it. If you need 500 milligrams of something, there's a problem. I yeah. couldn't imagine. Like, well, I, we get people come in all the time and they're like, well, I buy this gummy that's 100 milligrams of Delta 8 THC and you only have 30. And I'm like, well, try this 30 out and come back. Yeah, come back to me. And it, put them on their ass. I was going to say, do, do you really, <laughs> do you recommend they take the whole 30 or do they slice oh, it no, up? no, never. Yeah, right. I, and I, and that's the thing that like some people might get a little frustrated with me or some of my employees because I, I literally into do it. not care who you are and what your tolerance is because I don't know who you are right. and what your tolerance right. is. Like, I'll give you a little example. Uh, I had this guy who came in and he wanted something that is a little stronger than a full spectrum CBD gummy, which ours are 30 milligrams CBD, right? He wanted something one step up. He's also a pretty big guy. He's probably like 6'3", like well over 200 pounds. Okay. Works out, that's why he uses it for like recovery and such. And he was a customer that's been in here for a while and I didn't talk to him, um, but he took that edible for the first time before work. <laughs> now I don't Wait, care did I out, what did you give him again it's 50 milligrams of CBD and 10 of delta 9 THC oh. now that doesn't sound and you sound, didn't tell him don't take it before work well when you have a consumer that's like extremely like you know they come in all the time and right. also like 50 milligrams of CBD doesn't necessarily like make people high it'll just make you really tired but this guy like and everybody assumes, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy, so, like, I, I can handle a larger milligram. No, you can't. It not really work that way, like, does it? Like, he literally almost called 911, like, had a panic attack at work, had to explain to his bosses, and he works in finance. And, Whoa. like, that's what, and I had a long talk with my employee to be, like, even though this person is, like, a regular, this well, is the a regular, you probably know what he usually gets, too, right? Yeah, well, you think. 
But uh, no, <laughs> I have people who come in every day and cannot tell me if they use a CBD or THC product. They can't tell me the milligram they use. I have people who come into our store for the first time ever and they can't even tell me the milligram that they used last week and they bought it from another place or like, and that's the thing, like so many people do not take the time to pay attention to what they're using and then have bad experiences with cannabis and then blame cannabis. It's like, no, it's like bad you tequila don't blame alcohol. Right? Exactly. Right. You, you took <laughs> I don't too like much. tequila. That's because you drank too much rot gut stuff in college <laughs> like, and now you don't like all of it. Yeah. And it's like, I, there are good experiences to be have with cannabis, but I'm not going to sit here and say that it's all unicorns and rainbows. Like yeah. a lot of people can have panic attacks. It can, large amounts of THC with an underdeveloped brain. You can trigger psychosis that is already present there. Like, and that's a very controversial thing of like, you know, the reason that this stuff is all over the place and people can kind of get access to it however they want and because it's not regulated, you can put whatever milligram you want on there. You can, like, if I see a label that says 3,000 milligrams THC, okay, is that 3,000 milligrams in a whole bag? What form of THC are you even talking about? There's no, like, is that total THC? Even if it is total THC, what is it broken down in between? Like, you're playing Russian roulette with gummies at that point. Yeah. Because you have no idea if it's dispersed equally. And then one time you have a really strong one, the next time you don't have a strong one at all, and then you, you're like, I'll take a second, and then you're in for a trip. Okay. So, so let's talk a little bit about what you brought today yeah. and where you source your, your, right. uh, your supplies where from. Where is it sourced? Mm -hmm. Because obviously Artisanal. you are you know, you're very into understanding where it comes from, what's in it, and all mm -hmm. those good things. How do you go about um, finding, finding the places where you buy from right. And what do you do to make sure it's what you want? So uh, we're really lucky to have, I mean, our CEO, Justin, he's awesome, Justin Hamilton, and Zach Mountford, he's our head grower. And him, me, Logan, I mean, and that's one thing that I love about our company is that like we all have a pretty nice say in like the standards that we have and what products that we bring in. Um, but Zach, he's been in this industry a long time. And what you realize through this process as well, especially when it comes to flour, yeah. is people keep their lips shut when it comes to their farmers and their growers because they want to protect yeah, them. Sure. But I, what I can tell you is that Zach has a very long-standing relationship with these guys. And I mean, it's the same thing in what we do with like our providers and our, you know, our distributors as well as our customers. We create so much rapport with you that you can tell how genuine we are and like, I mean, we really just want people to have like the best quality and also be really straightforward about it. So like Zach and Logan, they do such a great job communicating with them and making sure that we get stuff that is along the lines. Now, when it comes to some of the other, and that's more flower based, right? When it comes to like our proliferate tablets or um, our Delta 8 THC gummies, we are partnered with a co company called Amada and they're oh, large. <laughs> they're a large company, and you man, they do a really awesome job for us. They okay. are consistent, and I, I I will whine and cry if I see a crappy product in our store. If I'm getting reviews from customers that are like, I took one and it worked. I took the other one. It didn't feel like anything. We've we've ran through some third parties in the past for sure, but 
for us, we do wholesale when it comes to majority of our like Delta eight, Delta nine THC, just because we can't do it on our own. We literally cannot keep up with demand. So we have to go to these trusted sources. Now, when it comes to our CBD flower, we grow all of that. Okay. So, so uh, we didn't, we jump right in on the product and all the other things. <laughs> Give us a little history of Hemp Pharmacy. I yeah. mean, is it a chain? Is it, uh, you know, where did where was it founded? Who mm-hmm. owns it? How many locations yeah. do you have? So it's funny because everybody kind of thinks we're a lot bigger than we are. Um, I'm the sales and training manager, uh, Justin Hamilton. He's our CEO. So he owns the company. Um, he's like a mad genius. I love that guy. And then we also have Zach Mountford, who he's been with us for so long um, and grows our stuff. He used to grow in Colorado as well. But in 2018 is when like everybody jumped on that farm bill, right? Um, And actually, and I can't remember the names of the people who owned it prior to Justin, but they were very passionate about cannabis, but could not keep up with the business side. And unfortunately that's what you see just across the board. I mean, like, like you were saying with so many CBD shops, hemp shops around town. Like if you're not extremely business minded, you're going to close down because we're constantly facing red tape or new things that we have to like be regulated by. Or, you know, we find out we can sell THCA. So we got to pivot. You got to get right on then Yeah. And get with that. So, but I came into the hemp pharmacy in 2020. I moved here in May of 2020 to Wilmington. So that was fun. A super good time. Yeah. Um, and it was a completely different company. I mean, <clears throat> we only had CBD products, not a single THC product mm-hmm. in 2020. And then I was lucky enough to have a really great regional manager at the time and, and she's moved on. Um, but really what I love about our company is that we just care about our customers. Like we're not going to price gouge you. Uh, we're going to make sure that you're educated about the product that you're buying and we're going to tell you the best way to use it and make sure that it's actually a high quality product. So with our locations, we have our shipyard and 17th location in Wilmington. We have our college road location. Uh, We have our front street location that we're reopening. But then we also have our location in Raleigh on Hillsborough. and then we have a Jacksonville location. Okay. So five total. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're hoping to open another one in Porter's Neck. Um, so what Wilmington is, is that where they're from? Yep. That's okay. where we're based. Where are um, you out of? Are you Raleigh or Wilmington? Wilmington. Okay. Yeah. And um, I, I love it there. <laughs> it's really cool though, because each location that we have really has a different type of demographic and vibe. Like our Jacksonville location is so many veterans and like a lot of family members of veterans as well, or, or people that are just in the military. Right. So like, you know, we, we really try to service that specific population. We know that Raleigh is definitely a little more recreational. Um, we don't have as many of our older folk going into Raleigh as we do in Wilmington. Um, but that's one of the reasons that I love our Wilmington locations. Yeah. We, we call ourselves grandma's plug sometimes. Uh, so what's the average size? You said you're in a, an old Wells Fargo bank. Yeah. What, uh, what's the average size of your store? Well, Jacksonville is very small, um, but we're actually looking to relocate that one in the next year. It's like 1,000 square feet, 2,000. I mean, uh, any idea? Uh, Not really. Smaller than that. Oh, wow. Um, she's, she's, well, that location is the only location that's in like a strip with other stores. Okay. Um, 
but it's also one of our slowest locations um, given where it is. I mean, right. Jacksonville yeah. is heart of a military town. So we're going to get business, just not as much as you would normally. And you also just, that area still has probably the most stigma about what this is okay. and what we do. Um, but then like in Wilmington, it's just so much more of that like holistic medical side, but then we get a lot of recreational too. So College Road is technically our biggest location. Um, I'm awful at dimensions, so I could not yeah, tell yeah, you the square feet, but it's large. It's just curious <laughs> because, I mean, there's one literally a block up the street up here yeah. and it's in a little bitty narrow house that's probably mm-hmm. 800 square feet. And that's what, we, what we've learned is being in a standalone location really is best. Being in a strip mall, you're going to kind of get looked over um, or just like deal with a lot of other issues. Okay. It, it, it seems, sorry, one of the things that attracted me to Hemp Pharmacy yeah. Years, several years ago, was that it was a standalone location, mm-hmm. and it you walk in, it's all very clean, it's organized, yep. and everybody behind the desk that I've ever mm-hmm. asked questions and dealt with has been very professional and happy to yeah educate me. And that's like that's that's how I sell, you know right. what I mean? And being the sales and training manager, that makes me very happy to hear. Um, but like. That's the thing. I want every person that walks into, I don't, I don't care which store it is. I want you to feel welcome. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel like you can ask questions. I don't want you to feel like this is too complicated. Cause it's like, it's our job to make you feel comfortable and educated. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing too, is like, it's okay that you don't know what you're doing. That's right. totally okay. Right. Cause you got to start somewhere. Okay. So speaking of not knowing what I'm doing and we'll close on <laughs> this. So, I get the edibles. Yeah. Makes total sense. I, I understand that. You got <laughs> mints. You got chocolates. Uh, that, oh, that one chocolate. When, when it says, I guess I had a, a bonus question. When it yeah, says yeah. 30 milligrams, there's 15 of Delta 9 and 15 of CBD. That's all in one yep. combination. Is this going to knock me on my ass? One I, chocolate? I don't know your experience. What, what, is, what no. is the combo? I'll tell you what it'll do to, do so to me. So 15 yeah. and 15. 15 um, and 15 in one I, chocolate. I enjoy... Any type of ratio product, um, I think. That yeah, I'd be on my rear end. Okay, so <laughs> I would have to half of this then. Well, it's, but it, but it's it's not necessarily the milligram of of it's the ratio for me. Yeah, the I CBD think, might actually. I think my CBD is higher on my. Does that sound right? Why am I thinking? Well, so I have gummies that are like twenty five milligrams uh, delta, delta nine. Yeah, oh, delta. and I think they're like a hundred or two hundred um, milligram CBD. Ooh. Would that be right? Because um, doesn't the CBD... Are they big? Yeah, I mean, they're... they're About that size, then, probably. They're not as fat, but, but I only take, like, half. Well, okay. so that's what some places will do, is they will, like, hawk up that CBD milligram and increase the weight of it so that you can have a higher amount of I delta see. 9 okay. THC. But, so, I mean, so that ratio, mm-hmm. I think, is, like, a comfy one mm-hmm. to start off. Uh, however, you know, like I was saying, I don't know your tolerance. I oh, tell this is Delta Eight. Sorry. Yeah, I tell every single one of our customers to start with half. Yeah, like <laughs> and do it when you're chilling at home. Get some water nearby because mm-hmm. uh, you might get some dry Maybe mouth. Some chips or popcorn. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, do I need chips and popcorn? Yeah, 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 before I go see, before I go you. see Indiana Jones, I'm not taking that tonight. I mean, so, I ate one of those. It'll make the movie better. Trust me. IMAX, have you seen it? it? No, it looks terrible. It's awesome. What are you talking about? It's Indiana Jones. What, what do you ask? Did anyway. you watch Crystal Skull? Yeah, I, I still haven't brought myself 
to yeah. watch that because I don't trust it, it's, it's, I, that's I, a I half, definitely that's don't trust this movie. one I think We're, you'd really be into the storyline okay maybe that's the case <laughs> So I've seen all these products before. What I have not seen before are these pre-rolls yeah. in these canisters. Right. What is a pre-roll? Yeah, so you can have a bunch of different pre-rolls, right? So really what you see a lot of is CBD pre-rolls. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Delta-8 THC pre-rolls. And then we have THCA. THCA, the only time you're going to see a THCA product that's legitimate is in flour. If okay. you see a THCA product and it's in a cartridge, so wait, this is something and that thing is right, man. I love the way it smells. Is that laughing oh gas? Oh my goodness! Like sign me up. Yeah, that's like the real deal what, right what there. Laughing gas, literally yep. called laughing gas. So laughing gas is a THCA strain, and like I was saying earlier, like when you buy a pre-roll from any dispensary, it's going to be THCA. So that's about twenty-seven percent THCA, and it's going to oh, be. So bo- this is literally yeah. a pre-rolled mm-hmm. joint. You got it. Hence the name pre-roll, Joe. <laughs> so, unlike B-roll, you were thinking jelly roll, weren't you? I was actually. I was actually thinking like you know, <laughs> like like the grand, the, no, the like grand the cinnamon rolls. Like that. Yeah, that There's you put like in the oven. People call them roll-ups. That, I, honestly, that's what I was thinking. I was not realizing <laughs> that it's like a legitimate. See, and that's the thing for me is that you know I'm old that's school. Crazy. I started. I never smoked. I never smoked anything until I was. I mean, one time in high school, and I was like 19, started dating a girl. She had two sisters. They all three just blaze all the time. Yeah. So I'm dating her. We're hanging out with her sisters and their boyfriends all the time. So I started then and honestly for the majority of my life. Yeah. Uh, until the last few years, I smoked a lot of weed. So uh, my daughter, who's 29, so I texted her and she, she likes the, the uh, THCA flower. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what she said. Yeah, THCA flower. So... I've never done any of that, right? I've never done any of the if edibles to speak weed, of. You have smoked THCA flour. Yeah, probably right, yeah. right. But I'm just saying that I've not walked into a dispensary like and this. Like one, yeah. You're to your hemp pharmacy and bought that, and I kind of like the idea. <laughs> and it's legal. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> and like to kind of touch back, I, and because I do want to plug this really amazing lawyer. He's an attorney in cannabis, and. I mean, he's been a great resource for us to talk to, and like he has an amazing website, and he represents so many big cannabis companies. Um, but his name is Rod Kite, and he's he's between North Carolina and Mexico, mm-hmm. but he has done so much work when it comes to legalization. If you are interested in the laws, he is the perfect person to look up and talk to because he breaks it down in such a way that is like normal for consumers and very encouraging for like, oh, I can understand this. Okay. Like, it makes it very palatable. Now, just because North Carolina isn't medically legal or recreationally legal, we're in a pretty dang nice spot when it comes to laws. I mean, we're literally selling THCA flour. I'm literally selling Delta 9 THC edibles. These so are the, all of these pre-rolls THCA yeah. flour? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just different percentages. Yeah, and there's going to be like, I'll break them down and for And that you varies too. based on the strain, yeah. right? Based on the strain, um, you know, the terpenes that I was referring to, when you look at like the terpene profile of a the flower or a cartridge or whatever, um, that's really where I think people should be looking. Um, we don't have terpene testing on these yet. Um, we're working on that one. We were a little nervous just to spend all this money on it, and we run out of the strain the next week because yeah. <laughs> that has been what's happening. Right. But literally nowhere else 
in the country other than these states that are hemp legal that have allowed THCA and different amounts of like Delta A THC and Delta 9, nowhere else can you walk into our store, like the hemp pharmacy, not show your ID and have it put in the system. Uh, you can use your credit card and you get 7% sales tax. Have y'all been to a recreational dispensary? Yeah. No. How much money did you spend in tax? Off the top, I don't remember. Uh, well, I bet it was a lot. I'd say uh, it was. I'd say it, the number was pretty high. high. Uh-huh. All right, and on that note, so well, I got I mean, well, like, one, one last question yeah. before you go. Your freestanding locations mm-hmm. can it be consumed on site? So, so like, can you walk in, get something fired up, and stand there and talk to you? I discourage it. <laughs> um, my, just, my point there is, is like you know, you've got all of these cafes. Yeah, could you have a cafe? So that is actually something that we have tried to do in the past, but being in a hemp legal state, there's not a whole lot of people who are down for it. Um, now we are working on opening something called Prohibition Bottle Shop in Wilmington, mm-hmm. which is going to kind of be like an alternative place. I mean, we would love for us to have like a smoking section where you can enjoy it, but we are not going to do anything that is going to risk us not being open yeah um and then risk our storefronts as well and that seems to be like the consuming on site and having a place where people can do this that has been one of like the biggest things when it comes to liability um like you're referring to with the seltzers right like i don't know people's tolerances so i don't know how much someone can consume on site and then be okay to leave yeah and also i mean what i encourage people to do because like And this is another thing that kind of comes with the responsibility of selling this stuff. We regulate ourselves. So our shops don't sell to anyone under the age of 21, any smokable product or anything that has THC in it. But that's, you can do that though, like at vape shops and gas stations. But on top of that, it just like, it brings more attention to things that are already loopholes. Questionable. And like (laughs) the intoxication standpoint and, us knowing that someone's getting intoxicated and going into a car, I don't really love that yeah, idea. Because right. I don't know if you're okay or not. Like, and Yeah, and how do you measure that? Right, and, and because you can't, that's why we have been like, until we can kind of smooth this over and figure it out, see what happens with the farm. So you're bill. saying doing a prohibition bottle shop is actually going to be a bottle shop. Yep, so we're okay. going to have, we're working on the beer and wine. Okay. ALE is, has not been... Uh, our best friends. What? Oh, what? Uh, I got a, we've got a really good ABC attorney if you want one. Oh, amazing ABC attorney. Um, I yeah. will definitely take you up yeah, on absolutely. that. You get um, what you pay for. She's amazing. Oh, yeah. She really is. <laughs> and then we are also really working on a whole like non-alcoholic like mocktail side yeah. of it. So we have drinks that have adaptogens in it that give you like a little bit of a buzz without the alcohol. Um, so we're really kind of like pushing this more well-rounded. Is that Front Street? Is that going to be Front Street? So we're going to sell them at Front Street, but the Prohibition Bottle Shop is going to be in Porter's Neck. And that's actually where our grow is. So you'd be able to walk up to the window and see like our indoor grow, which she's looking real pretty right now. Love to. to, We're starting on this two weeks ago because I was down there last week. (laughs) Right. And it really like, what's, it's so cool working in the cannabis industry. There's a whole lot of craziness that goes along with it, but it's just like, whether you use it recreational or medically, it's still medicine. And there are so many people who are getting like really, really good results yeah. of it when you actually sure. take the time to understand what yeah. you're using. I just have one more question. Yeah. Um, we're not 
we don't have legal dispensaries in uh, state regulated stuff yeah. like Colorado, California, mm-hmm. all these other states. But with the way things are and the way you're able to sell the product, yeah. are you guys deep down rooting against it being quote legalized? Well, that's like a Is that going to completely ruin your business model? It's like a twofold question, honestly, cuz and, and it's asking you to look into the future because you really don't know what <laughs> right. North, how North Carolina yeah. would adopt the mm-hmm. laws. And I mean, let's be real. They're going to go medical before you go wreck. That's really what you see the path sure. um, of all of these other legalized states. Um, but that's why I really encourage people to go look at the laws because <laughs> if it were to medically legalize, we would have to be bought out. Um, I'm not positive if it's still a stipulation in there, but it was at one point that you have to have five years of medical cannabis experience to obtain a license to grow. So no one based in the state of North Carolina would be able to obtain a license. And then on top of that, the Delta 9 THC percentage would not be above 5%. Uh, You would have to have like a terminal illness or PTSD to be able to have a card. Um, So really like how much money would these places even be making? Like you would have to have so much money. I think it would be state regulated. Yeah. Like an ABC store. Kind of, and that's another, like, you know, ABC, ALE, they regulate. My, my point is here, we actually have more freedom mm-hmm. right now than we, will than we would if we were to become, quote, legal. 1,000%. Which is counterintuitive mm-hmm. if you don't right. know as much about it, right? But at the same time, I do feel like, you know, we really are on this edge. Like, if you don't have any type of regulations and you trust these people to regulate themselves, like, you are going to find bad things. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. And Which is why you need a reputable... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like someone to talk to. Place to get it. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's important because again, it's it's all it's all education mm-hmm. at this point. And, and like, it's so individual. Like, well, what do you want specifically? Not what your friend told yeah. you to do. Like, because what That's your what friend, high school's for. It, right. But it's really no different than alcohol. I mean, I can come in here and drink eight or eight or 10, maybe 12 of these Joe. Old you know, these old fashions and, and, and walk home with no problem. Yeah. Joe could not. Joe couldn't get out the door before he threw it in the bathroom and then in his car. <laughs> he, admitted yeah. that on, he admitted that on the air a couple God, weeks ago. How did that bus feel? That's fine. <laughs> so mad that I you, called You might need ball. one of these pre-rolls to get over no, the bruising Wayne, from Wayne, that bus Wayne's running over just you. mad that I keep pointing out that he's asleep by like eight. That's not true. I, like I can go. I'll, I'll go. Hey, just because he's in bed doesn't mean he's, he's asleep. No, I'm saying. <laughs> I, no, trust me. I'm aware. Wayne will be the first one to tell you. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming yeah, in. Of course. That's, I mean, all this was very, very educational. I always love geeking out about this is great. cannabis. Oh, this was awesome. This is like part one of probably eight that we need to have. Speaking of legalities and everything else, shout out to Whitaker and Hamer for sponsoring 919 Vice. Um, I'm not quite sure what they can get you out of, but I'm sure they can help you uh, navigate things that you shouldn't do, right? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, they got <laughs> locations across North Carolina. They got all the G's covered, and they handle a number of legal issues for you. So check them out. WH.lawyer is how you can get in contact with them. So you guys are not here next week. No, but you are. I am. You'll be coming from If you can wait until Friday, I'll be here. And and you're right. We will be uh, broadcasting. We'll be doing the podcast from the actual studio space. How about that? Uh, So that'll be good. So we'll see you all then. Cheers. Cheers. Good guys. No. What is it? What do we say? Good guys, harmless habits. Good guys. You're going to get it eventually. Harmless habits. (laughs)